Welcome to Local St. Charles. This podcast is done in conjunction with the Greater St. Charles County Chamber of Commerce and focuses on local businesses, their successes, their stories, and their challenges. The Local St. Charles podcast is produced by Changescape Web. Hey everybody, it's Tim Hunter with Changescape Web. Welcome to the Local St. Charles podcast. Today I'm joined by Laura McCoy of Home and Fed of St. Charles County. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah, tell me a little bit about yourself. How long have you been doing this? I've been with Home Instead for about six years. Actually, I just hit my six-year anniversary in March. Do community outreach, community education, marketing, all those kinds of things. And prior to that, I was with the Delta Center, which helped people stay in their homes that had disabilities. So I'm familiar with the whole gamut of things that need to be done for folks who can't do for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. So um, can you talk about how all caregivers aren't really the same and um, why maybe you would want to use agency employees? Sure. A lot of times people think, well, I'll just hire from someone. I put an ad in the paper and have someone come to my house and we can hire that way. But the issue with that is that we do background checks. We do very thorough training. Our caregivers go through a training that's a day and a half, and it covers even the whole Alzheimer's and dementia piece and redirecting behaviors, the things that are really important to people. So we specialize in that Alzheimer's and dementia piece. When you hire someone just off the street, you don't know what training they have, what background they have, and you can interview them, but you're taking a big risk because there's not any coverage for insurance, reliability, things like that. Plus the fact that if for some reason our caregiver can't make it, we have a lot of times someone who can fill that position, where if you're just hiring someone off the street, then chances are that's it. If they can't make it, they can't make it. I mean, that seems really dangerous to me anyway. Are there no certifications or or are there different levels of in-home care that maybe would call for different requirements? Sure, sure. A lot of times you'll have a CNA, so that's a certified nursing assistant. They have that certification, but that even doesn't mean that they're qualified to care for your loved one's needs specifically. What we do at Home Instead is we have a very, we're the biggest non-medical company in the world. We're in 22 countries. And the reason that we are is because we do everything very succinctly. We know exactly what we expect from our caregivers. They have a training that's very specific. And if you have someone that want to be a caregiver, come and stay in your home for a few days. You don't know their history. You don't know the things that they are trained on or not trained on. So you're just taking a big risk with that. How does somebody, if they need the services like you guys provide, how do they really go through the process of making the decision on who who really should be the caregiver helping their loved one? What's beautiful about Home Instead is that even if we don't serve you, let's say that you don't decide to use us as your caregiver provider, we will still make sure that you have the resources that you need in the community. So we'll walk you through that whole process and help you get some resources. We're very connected with all the people in the community who serve seniors. And go, I'm sorry, I got nervous. So tell me about what what was your question, your original question? I'm sorry. Well, I'm just trying to figure out how, how does somebody even know who they need to hire Sure. And that's part of it is that we walk through that process with you to say, here's what you need or here's what you don't need. And one of the things that I love about Home Instead is the integrity piece of it, where 
our client care coordinator will come into the house and talk to you about your needs. He's not going to say you need 24 hour a day care. If you don't, we're going to say, in fact, a lot of people will call us and they'll say, I need somebody with my mom 24 hours a day. And then we come and visit and we say, you know, you really don't, you know, only need about four to six hours a day, a couple of days a week, they'll be okay. Okay. Do you guys offer any like short-term care? If a family member has the primary care responsibility, but they need a break, they've been doing this day in, day out. They just need to go out, relax, have fun with some other friends and family for, even if it's just for a day, or is that something you guys can help with? Sure. That respite piece. And then if for some reason we couldn't, we have several community providers who can do that too. There are some great organizations that take care of those needs, but for us, we could absolutely do that. Absolutely. That's the thing is that you start, you go to work. Let's say that you're a person who's working every day. You have children at home. You've got your mom you're caring for. There's so much of that that is so overwhelming. And it, a lot of times people just do it and they don't know that they can get some help, that they have that option. Yeah. So. What we do, a lot of times somebody will call us and they'll say, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm so overwhelmed. I just know I need a break. So yeah. we'll just help them walk through that process. Well, there are also some long-term care insurance programs that are out there. They actually help pay for that rest of type of care too. Right. Long-term care insurance helps pay for us. And it also veterans benefits. People don't realize there's a benefit called aid and attendance that will help pay for our services too. It's not really talked about, but we have resources that'll help you apply for that and, and take care of that. Another option in terms of payment, because people say, I can't afford it. I can't have someone come in my house. There's, it's impossible. Well, if mom has a house, sometimes she can do a reverse mortgage, which originally I thought, oh, that's a scam, but it's not. You've all this equity in your home, then you can use it to help pay for services. It's just interesting. There's a lot of options that people don't understand. Yeah, and I assume that's really a big part of what you do when you help somebody and kind of onboard into the services you provide. It's so overwhelming. There's There are so many things, especially when you're talking about that sandwich kind of generation where I've got my little kids and then I have mom and I'm trying to care for her. It's yeah. so overwhelming. There are so many options and we'll help you do that. Yeah, so I, I talked about this a little bit, but is there any other impact or aspect on family members that you want to kind of talk about? Like you said, some people are working, but they also have to care for, as you described it, the sandwich uh, generation. Well, it's huge, the impact that it has on women, particularly in the workplace, because women will go to work and their care, their employer doesn't understand the impact that's happening with them, right? So I'm trying to work a 40-hour week. My job is suffering. The care for my children is suffering because I'm trying to take care of mom. And that's a huge, huge issue that is I don't think that a lot of people talk about is that maybe even that it, they don't share that I go to work every day. I'm trying to do the best job I can, but my work is suffering and my children are suffering because I'm caring for my mother too. Does the Huge. Family and Medical Leave Act help with that at all? You know, I don't know the answer to that question. I don't know. It just popped into my head. So Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. I'll, I'll, I actually, I'm going to write that down All right. because I don't know the answer. Well, conceptually, it seems like it could, but. I certainly have no idea. I know the, the act exists. I don't really know. Yeah, and it seems to me like it should, but yeah. Okay. And as we begin to age as a country, even, there are so many huge issues that are coming up where people just say, 
I don't know how to deal with this, right? So we may not have every answer, but we've got so many resources. And like I said, I, I wanna be that place where you can call and say, I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. Yeah. A lot of times we can help you with that. And it, it doesn't mean that we serve you. We end up having you as one of our clients, but I'll be happy to help resource you. So how do people find out about you guys? A lot of people may not even know that there are services like what you guys offer. You'd think that it's not like it's brand new stuff that you're doing, but still, I would assume there are a lot of people. It seems like there are a lot of different ways that people could be referred to you from a variety of different sources, as well as just finding you online. Right. And we, we get a lot of our contacts online. For the most part, it is just education that people need to understand that mom is in crisis, right? She's just come back from rehab or some kind of a health crisis, and they assume that the next step is we're going to sell everything, we're going to move into a nursing home, and that's just not the case. She can stay in her home with care for the rest of her life, and we have ways of helping you do that with our services and other services. We partner with a lot of people, so it's important for people just to be educated, and I don't think that they are because it's it's something people don't want to talk about for the most part. Absolutely. So did you see any shift in behavior or choices people were making due to the pandemic and obviously you have to balance at home alone with being in a in a caregiving facility there are pros and cons to both especially during the pandemic how did that impact you guys tremendously tremendously because once covid started people didn't want to send their family members into a community that was too much exposure too much potential exposure so the phone calls were crazy and continue to be for service because people wanted to keep mom at home i don't want to send her to a place where she may have multiple exposures right and so they wanted to stay home and that was a huge huge impact on us do you see that trend continuing Yes, yes, because as time has gone on, people have seen the benefit of that. So I'd rather mom be home. Why should I move my 80-year-old mother who's stayed in the same place for the last 30 years into a place where she doesn't know anyone, she's overwhelmed by all the activity? I want to keep her at home so that she can be surrounded by her family and the things that she loves and the home that she's always known. It's really stressful to move seniors out of the home that they've known for 20, 30, 40 years into a community, people don't understand that. They say, oh, we just need to put mom to whatever community. It's very stressful. Do you help people with, I know you guys don't do the work, but do you help with like aging in place where you retrofit a house to make it safer for somebody to be able to stay in it longer? Yeah, so what's really neat about what we do is when we come in for a consultation, which is free, no obligation, we come in and we assess the situation, then we'll walk around and look at the safety of the house. I'm gonna see, are there any loose rugs? Are there things that need attention? You really need a grab bar in the shower. And then we have great resources for that, that we can say, you might wanna try these different places to have some grab bars installed and things that will make your life safer. Are there any financial resources to help them pay for those kinds of improvements as well? It depends on the situation. And that's what I tell everybody all the time. I hate to <clears throat> give that answer, but it's it's true. It just depends on the situation because they're, it just it depends on the situation. It's good to know that there potentially are some resources that could help. There are. There are. Again, I go back to community partners. What Home Instead is, is part of a bigger community 
thing. And what I love about it and the reason that I've stayed as long as I have is because it's not just about us and Homestead. It's about all these people we're connected to that help us serve seniors. It's a huge, huge network of people. Have you seen any challenges with hiring caregivers, especially as, as more medical professionals have been needed during the time of pandemic? Has that become a challenge for you guys as well? There has been a little bit, but for the most part, we have a great team. We have a really, really good team of people who are very dedicated. Some of our caregivers have been there since we opened the doors for eight years. And what we do and the way that we do it is very appealing to people. You can come in, you've got a little experience with caring for a loved one, and we can train you to be the ultimate caregiver. And we're really good to our caregivers. We have a lot of fun with them, and we do things on the side to make sure they're encouraged and supported because it's hard. You go into someone's home and you're all alone. You don't have that support. So we want to make sure that they're encouraged and supported and Home Instead's a great place to be if you want to be a caregiver. It's yeah. a really great place to be. So what kind of training should a caregiver have to serve families with dementia? That is a huge issue. And that is one of the things that we're really, really intent on making sure that our caregivers have. If you put someone in a home with someone who has dementia, who has no education, no background, it can become an abusive, very uncomfortable situation very fast because our human nature is to say a certain thing, but dementia requires something else. So we want to make sure that that caregiver knows how to de-escalate a situation, knows how to redirect behaviors and do the things that are really important so that we can take care of that person and understand where they're coming from. And our human nature is to say, stop that. And it's not like that. We need to make sure they have that proper training. Yeah. And ours do. They have a day and a half of training before they we even let them in someone's homes. Mark, the owner of our company, one of the things he says is, I'm not going to hire somebody unless I would put them in a home with my own mother. And that's what I've seen since I've been there is that we need caregivers or we try to train caregivers who are really going to be not just checking things off. I don't want you to say, okay, I've swept the floor. I've done the things. I've prepped your meals and all that. I want you to be a personal connection with that person. Even when dementia takes them out of the situation, I've seen amazing. I could tell you so many stories of people who have been caring for someone with dementia who initially you just learn what it is that they need, the things that they need. And it's the most beautiful thing. Yeah. You mentioned a couple of things that I don't think a lot of people maybe stop and realize. Just kind of talk about the scope of work or activities that you guys can take on uh, as a caregiver for somebody. Yeah, we can run errands for you. We can do light housekeeping, personal care and those kinds of things. But again, I'm going back to what we specialize in is that dementia piece. And so we want to make sure that when you leave your house, your mom is being cared for exactly the way that you want to care for her. Most people, like I said, human nature would move it towards that. We want to make sure that mom's really being cared for. So med reminders, transportation to appointments, things like that. We're going to sit with you at the doctor's office and even take notes if the family wants us to take notes at an appointment. Because a lot of times someone will go to the doctor and they come home and you'll say, well, how'd the doctor go today? Well, fine. Right. You say, fine. Well, what, ha what did he say? I don't know. He said everything. It's fine when he said all of these other things. So our caregiver can accompany you and there's just a lot of things that we can do. Everything non-medical. So if you think about what does a nurse do, we do everything the nurses don't do. And people will have family like a medical group come in 
when you say in-home medical, those medical folks will come in for 15, 20 minutes, check your vitals, do the things they need to do, and they go. But we're doing everything else. We're filling in all those other gaps. Interesting. Are there different levels of caregivers that, that somebody can get from from your company? Everybody's trained exactly the same and everybody's at the same level. Okay. Yeah. If you have a home instead caregiver, you know you're going to have a level that is consistent. And the reason for that is, let's say that you make a good relationship with someone, but that week you're sick. I want to be able to put another caregiver in there who has that same quality, who's just as able to serve you, right? Yeah. Just kind of talk me through the process. Somebody hires a home instead caregiver. How does that work? And what can they what happens is you give us a call, I'll find out what's going on with you, and I set up a consultation with either Brad, who is our client care coordinator in the office, and he's also a nurse. He can look at things from a different perspective, or Mark, the owner of the company, goes on the client care consultation, and they'll sit down and find out what your needs are, assess everything, and then obviously that's no charge, that's free. And then we determine how many, how many hours you need. The person signs a contract, but that contract is not saying we sign for home instead for so many hours a week. What it says is we sign for home instead to provide services. So as time goes on, if you need more or less services, we can tweak that. We can change things the way we need to, but that's pretty much it. It's pretty simple. I don't know if it's something you guys do or not, but it sounds to me like in some cases, people may contact you and they really need somebody who has more medical training side of things that you talked about. But I'm sure there's still a lot of things that you guys can do. So how do you kind of orchestrate that? Right. That first initial phone call, all of us in the office can take. Everybody can take that phone call. It doesn't matter who you call. You, If you ask for me, if you ask for anyone else, we can, we're can. we all able to take that call. And we will say, wow, it sounds like you need some medical too. Because what we do is we partner with those in-home medical companies. And we have several that we refer. We partner with those folks. So they're doing the medical piece. We're doing the non-medical piece. A lot of times it's just a matter of us saying, sounds like you need an assessment that someone needs to come in and kind of check it out and we'll refer them to one of our medical providers and they'll come in and do an assessment and say wow you need these things medically but then we're going to do the non-medical piece from home instead so how do uh, people get a hold of you your focus is just in charles county is that correct st charles lincoln warren okay okay we do a little bit too of north st louis county that's kind of an area that's open so florissant hazelwood those areas we do that to north of highway 70. and how do people get a hold of you they just need to call us 636-477-6025 i grabbed the phone number off of your website which is different so that could be because it's a call tracking number it is okay and that goes through the main yeah Mm -hmm. anything else that you want to share with our watchers and listeners about home instead or or how they are navigate the challenges that uh, they may be facing? Well, mostly just that there needs to be education. There needs to be an understanding among people to say, it's not about just pulling the trigger and taking mom from the home she's known forever into a community where she's surrounded by all these people and living in this teeny tiny room. She has options and we want to make sure that you understand what those are. And if you need help even navigating that, just give us a call. 
And it sounds like you guys can also, obviously, providing financial advice, but you can provide financial recommendations and, and help them realize that there may be resources to help them out as well. Yes, we have a lot of great ones that are very trusted. So. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Well. Thank you so much, Laura. I really enjoyed uh, learning more about your business and what you guys do. I, I don't know a whole lot about what you do, but it was, it was really interesting. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank yeah. you for having me. All right. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. We want to thank all of you for taking the time to listen to today's podcast. Please be sure and subscribe to the local St. Charles podcast in your podcast software. We'd love for you to rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. And please don't forget to visit localstcharles.com for more episodes, information on local businesses, free resources, and a link to set up a free consultation with the host of this podcast. Thanks again and stay tuned.